Perfect. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm really excited to talk to you. Yeah, of course. Thank Thanks you for having, having us. us. It was awesome seeing you guys at a solid sound. It was funny. I was just watching the um the new Woodstock documentary. Have you guys watched that? No. I haven't yet. No. It's fucking crazy. It's wicked good, but it's like the exact opposite of solid sound. And that's why I love solid sound. It's just like the best chill, relaxed festival. Yeah, it has like a really good vibe, like just super laid back. It's nice. Yeah, and it's so funny because like you guys were probably my favorite performance of the festival, like for real, like I love it. And I've been listening to your music nonstop since. But uh, you were so like, it's cool. You're going on tour with them now. Like you were so nervous, I feel. You were like, oh, thank you guys for coming. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a shock, like we're pretty stoked i mean like obviously super stoked to be doing that like yeah but you didn't think it was gonna go well like you guys were i don't know i it seemed like you were nervous for like the midnight spot no i mean like i i think we're just i mean it's late you know like i feel like if it was me i would maybe not stay that late because i'm like (laughs) go to bed at nine o'clock so it was more like stoked that people stayed because i don't know if i personally would have stayed because i'm so sleepy all the time you know no i'm the exact same way that's why like i have to work late but on days where i don't have anything i'll just like i'll go to i'll just stay in like i just need to stay in because i'm always performing late and shit totally totally how did you guys get linked up like with solid sound i guess first um so i play in another band and she's friends with like the Wilco crew um and I think slightly having to do with that and then um the person who owns Drag City runs Drag City is friends with um Jeff so I think that he sent our new record to Jeff and just kind of happened from there yeah, but he probably gets sent a lot of music. Like, there's something special about you guys, especially, like, now I see you perform and stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it, it's probably, I mean, hopefully it's a combination of connecting a bunch of dots and also hopefully our music is, you know, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how long have you guys, like, known each other? A long time. Yeah, since we're, like, kids, we've been friends really yeah like nine or ten yeah we were like 10 or something when we when we first met yeah Yeah. how'd you meet um well we went to like the same music like music school um yeah we did i mean yeah we did like uh like a one of those after school music programs and we were uh you know i guess yeah we both just started sorry also (laughs) No problem. Our dog is over here, Bongo. Um, (laughs) We can have the third guest on the podcast. (laughs) Oh my god, so cute! Looks like Scooby Doo. Yeah, she's a little Scooby Scooby. (laughs) But yeah, so we we like we're playing music together, basically like when we first met, and then we just like you know, growing up in the Bay Area, we you know went to high school together, and we've been like friends ever since. So yeah. Do you believe in? Sorry, it's so cute. I that's why I have I have a dog too. I have a black lab, and she's like the same way. I love her, but I can't have her about my. Uh, she'll just like try to jump up on top of me and cu- start cuddling me during the podcast. That's she's her vibe as well. <laughs> but the reason I ask is like, all right, so you guys have known each other a long ass time. You stuck together. Do you like? You ever read The Alchemist? No. It's like omens and shit, like how things kind of lead you and you follow it the same way. I didn't know if you had like a, a relation. Like, it's cool that you guys stuck together, but that means there's something special, especially like how long you stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say that too. Yeah. Do you and believe in any weird thing that brought you guys together? You're just like, oh, it's chance and it worked out. I mean, we just, I don't know. Like we've just been friends for so long and also like kind of, 
we haven't really been able to do the band fully until like recently like we started in high school but like he went to college and then like you know just kind of back and forth we both ended up like not being as available um so we kind of haven't really been able to do the band properly until somewhat recently like you know we released the last record in 2019 and then the pandemic happened so it's kind yeah. of like the time we would have been available to kind of go for it pandemic and then so part of it i think well also we're just like really good friends but like we kind of have been like waiting and waiting to do this project yeah. you know so it feels like kind of been able to stick with it for a long time because we've it's kind of ebbed and flowed a bit you know yeah what brought you guys back together for it to like finally work out now i don't know you mean like uh like right now like what kind of brought well, like when you said like it didn't work out for a long time that you could have like a band fully like what changed well i mean i think we both wanted it to be happening yeah but just like circumstances it it couldn't you know like we were never like in the same city and then like yeah like both sides just oh, no, to interject yeah. we like we kept it i mean we've been we've you know we've been at it as much as we can sort of for the past however many right. years you know but it's just yeah like literal uh like time constraints where like either of us are away doing other things and then yeah like dylan said the pandemic happened so um, and yeah we had kind of we both moved to la like right before the pandemic right before, and we're yeah. like oh cool we're finally in the same city and we can like do this and then the pandemic happened yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. so like so it's really it's now that the pandemic is kind of like i mean it's not done of course but like now that sh things are are coming back again and, and opening up you know like same it's kind of it's it's kind of like created what feels like a clear path i think for us to kind of do this thing you know yeah and so, the pandemic kind of allowed us to yeah. make music like yeah um yes yeah, so we recorded like mint chip over the pandemic so it was nice to be able to like take that time and do that yeah it's i feel like there are it's funny i was just talking do you know the band chastity belt yeah yeah so i was just i just had julia on like two days ago and she was saying she moved to la right before the pandemic too it's just funny hearing you say that and then she had to move back to seattle yeah i've met a lot of people who moved like here right before the pandemic and it was kind of like ah you know like yeah and then you have to be able to adapt. Like, I feel like there's two different types of people who like use the pandemic to just like give up kind of, or use it to really build something. Right. Yeah. Or a mix of both, dude. I feel, yeah. like, I, feel like I did both at the same, same. time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at right now is like, I pushed wicked hard over the pandemic, but now things are like opening up in the time i had off i'm out doing stuff and so like i just feel like i'm not taking care of myself as well because i'm just like tired i'm burnt out right I feel like, yeah i mean I, I feel like so many people feel like that and like both of us were working during the pandemic and like i know a lot of people were working and didn't get the the time off thing you know yeah it sometimes it kind of feels like you're still trying to catch up yeah. in a way, you know? Yeah. Is it hard to then like, I guess, go play shows and make music while you're then also working like a full time? Um, I think, I mean, you kind of figure it out. I think yeah. it makes you feel more grateful to it be does. able to do that. It you totally know? does. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It's a weird though. Yeah, it's a weird like moment. I feel like trans like transitioning to trying to do like music full time. You know what I mean? But still needed to make money like I don't or whatever. You know, or make like a you know more consistent. Yeah. That's the like hardest thing. Like the first step is like getting the fan base. And then I feel like the harder step is then like building a business off of it. Yeah. Right. Totally. Ideally, right. Ideally if 
we can tour a lot or all the time, you know, then I've got an excuse not to have a, you know, <laughs> a job at like a restaurant or something. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's the goal. Like, but it's hard because you do have to build it like a business. Like you have to kind of almost take the art away from it to make money from it, which is, I think where I'm at right now. And it's such like a hard yeah. choice of selling your soul, you know? Yeah. Well, fortunately, I feel like for us, at least it's like, we're still in like a, a pocket where like, we're, we're just stoked to kind of do like anything, yeah. you know? And like, it's, like fortunately worked out to where like we've been I mean like okay after playing a bunch of shows you know so like it feels like a good balance of like I don't know we did so much like uh I don't know like DIY stuff and <laughs> at this point it, it feels nice it feels like we paid our dues and we can like you know play some shows where like make a little bit of money and you're like stoked that that even happened you know um yeah yeah what do you think like kept you guys together like i mean on like a i don't know how energy energy spiritually you guys get but like what do you think kept you guys together all this time to then have it work out and like you put the hours <laughs> in years in it's like oh shit it's starting to pay off i don't know i mean We've been like, like best friends for like a long time, you know? Yeah, it just feels like one of these things that's kind of worked out, happened the way it has, and here we are today. And you guys make a very specific type of music that probably you didn't know a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. I feel like the way we make music together is, is definitely different than like, well, at least, you know, speaking from personal experience, the way I make music with anyone else, you know, so. Same. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it's cool. It's a, I think it is another thing that like, and maybe this is what kept us together as friends all this time too, was like, it's like, uh, you know, liking the same type of music and wanting to hear the same type of music in the world or some or some, you know, some variation of that, you know. Yeah. And like, it, it feels like exciting. To yeah. like make music together, I think like that definitely has helped a lot. At least for me, like writing together feels exciting, and it's hard to have that with people. In my experience, you know, <laughs> sometimes yeah. not all. I mean, I haven't like wrote music with a bunch of different people, but like yeah. you know, it does feel exciting making music together. Yeah. You know? Well, like I'm a comedian, so my shit's all on me. Like to find my muse, I have to do it myself. You know, like I have to. So I, is it hard to like, how do you guys, what's your process together? Like, how do you find your muse as a team? Muse as a team, huh? I don't know. I mean, like, it's yeah, a hard no. question. It's, yeah. I guess, like, I feel like, hmm. I feel like that's another one where it's kind of like it just works somehow, you know, like, yeah. uh, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we could break it down like, you know, exactly how it happens. But like, it's not isn't we were never like, oh, like, this would be a really like good idea for us to make music together like this. You know, we, you know, we both like we just kind of started doing it, you know, and then didn't I guess feel like didn't think about it that much and then like felt that it was like good and was working and then we like kind of kept doing it maybe yeah because I feel like when we're writing music or whatever it, we might be like oh it'd be cool to make like a slap happy-esque yeah. song or something <laughs> like you know it's like oh I want to write a song and pretend that we're like whatever Mayo Thompson but like <laughs> it's not like it's not like I don't know, like, it's almost like, for me, like, interpreting things that I like, and trying to like, hear it in my head. And then like, we, or whatever, not always, but like, for writing music, it's like, maybe you hear something in your head, and I hear something in my head, and we'll like, kind of see if it works together. And 
build off that and pretend that we're Mayo Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) See, that seems so like hard for me to understand. So the reason I have a podcast and because I'm a comedian is because I'm very analytical. I have to overthink everything and be like, why the fuck is that that? But the reason I listen to music is because it's very just flow and conscious. And that's why it's like I try to figure out I guess, like how the mind of someone who just goes with the flow is because I can't do that. Like, I just (laughs) overthink everything. Yeah. Well, I I think you can do it two ways, too. You don't have to go with the flow necessarily. You know, you can like you can totally you can totally like think about what you're doing. And I think we do, too. You know, like it's yeah, like we definitely like edit our music and stuff, you know, like. Yeah, I think also, especially, like, the the more that we get older and, like, learn more about music, it becomes easier to, like, I don't know, edit stuff and, like, build on that, like, technically and have it still be, like, sounding fun or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's, like, you kind of just make stuff work for you in a way like i don't know if that makes sense it's hard to explain you know no it totally makes sense and i hope you don't mind me like overly asking the questions but i hope like people listening i like people to see like the mindset of people who are creative because everyone has their own way but it it, like what is your process for making a song because i'm very intrigued with your music like how it how it comes together Uh, I mean, it's definitely, like, changed over the years, like, yeah, I mean, like, with Good Boy, like, we were still living, I mean, you were, like, part-time in SF, um, and we were, like, writing at his parents' house when he would be home, and then, like, so whatever, like, it would be, like, more, like, guitar and drums, and starting with that. And then, like, for Mintship, we just, like, demoed a bunch of stuff in Cole's house. But, like, there's no drums here. So the drums were kind of, like, the last thing we recorded, which I Mm. think made it cool to, like, layer these things and, like, have them be, like, playful together and having the opportunity to, like, take time with that and, like, not it's not as like linear in a way like okay just guitar and and drums and i feel like the difference between these two records is pretty like apparent in that way Mm -hmm. where there's like all these different layers and stuff um and then like getting to like sit drums on top is kind of like an afterthought it was where i feel like i personally felt more able to like be creative because it wasn't based off the drums like the drums are based off everything else you know yeah yeah i feel like there's less songs with drums as the core which i like i liked a lot you know um as 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 a drummer (laughs) like yeah yeah i'm like drums are so loud (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) because i I feel like without headphones (laughs) anymore i'm just like oh it's too loud (laughs) really yeah. Do you want to get to a point where you're just not playing? No, definitely not. No, I definitely. Bill Collins, that shit. No, I definitely want to play drums forever. It's just like, like I think, I just don't want to be like the loudest thing. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to hear more about that. But I also want to hear like what's your take on the process too and then we'll (laughs) i'll try to remember (laughs) no it's funny like it's funny like i yeah yeah yeah, i don't know it's funny hearing i don't know hearing like dylan's take on it um because i definitely agree but then um yeah the whole drum the whole like not starting with drums thing you know (laughs) like and being like not like totally you're right the album does kind of sound like that um but you know also, obviously the drums are still an essential part but uh, but it's you know it's it's uh 
it was a lot more of like experimenting with like the percussion of the piano and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think like one thing we always do too is like we stack stuff or we just like stack parts a lot, you know? And it's like, it's, um, it's one of these things that feels kind of like, sorry, did, did you catch? I don't know if it cut out just now. Oh, no, I'm listening. Sorry. I just, I might have been too still. <laughs> Not you, it's me. I, um, uh, it's, uh, anyway, so we stack stuff a lot. So, like, we'll start off with an idea and then we'll kind of be like, okay, let's find another part to go after that. And then let's put, like, a bass part on top of that. And then, okay, let's put a piano part on top of that. So it's almost like, you know, like, you, have you ever heard that song, sea of love by um i forget who did the original version but like a bunch of people have covered it like i think like cat power covered it okay like, yeah mm -hmm. i actually yes and like okay i don't know anyways the original is the best one it's like kind of like uh doo-wop-y but like dude if you listen to that song like it just feels like one chord it, it was it didn't feel like they're like let's create this like beautiful song from start to finish it just feels like one chord comes after the next and like the next part is almost like random you know like everything feels like almost just like really like like simple and to the point and i guess not random but like it's just very like here's the part and now it's over I don't know, it, it, or, or just like, okay, what sounds cool after that? Let's just put that in there. Okay, bridge part sounds like this, you know, and I feel like that's kind of like, I might be really, I might be being a little long-winded here, but like, that's kind of, I feel like how it, how, how we work is sometimes we're just like, what would sound cool after this, you know? And finding a way to not make it sound like super linear though. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, yeah, not super not like, linear. I think that helps it, yeah, not sound like, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I will say too is like, I like actually, I like working with you, Dylan, because, um, because Dylan, like, definitely says like, like no to something, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, anyway, like, what about this? And you'll just be like, no. Support for Bucked Up is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Let me say, they sent me the precision package, and uh, life is so much better with aerodynamic balls. It includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. Uh, their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawn Mower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 watt LED spotlight that you need for a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on your bathroom floor. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping on manscaped.com when you use code BUCKEDUP. Again, that's 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use code BUCKEDUP. Let's get back into it. Which <laughs> <laughs> I actually like really fuck with because um, I feel like that's the other thing that like when you're in a band or playing with other people, it's always like all ideas are good and like, let's you know and like yeah let's mess around with that for a while and let's do that and it's like i think that's cool too but like in this band at least like i like that i like that we you know we kind of like no it's not quite right or we can you know, yeah and that's why i was asking so much about uh like how you guys met and why you guys were friends because that's probably why like if you're just in a band with someone you're gonna be like I don't want to piss them off. 
But like with your friend, yeah. you kiss your friend off so quick. Like, I'll, you know what I mean? Like, you could say no to a friend like that. From time to time. But it's also because we like, that definitely happens. But like, no, I don't mean to say piss off in a meet, but I just mean like say no. Like, no, I mean, yeah, no, piss exactly. off. But, <laughs> but like, we can be mad at each other and then like get over it yeah. in like two seconds. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like sibling. Vibe, yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why it probably works. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I didn't really you create like a, like, like, I don't know anything about music theory. Like, I just come in as a fan. So, like, when I like a song, I'm like, oh, I like this, the, like, energy of the song or, like, the lyrics, how you portray it. Like, do you create that? Like, you were saying, I forget who you said, but, like, you wanted to be, like, who, Mayo? <laughs> oh, <man>, <laughs> like, before a song, like, do you do that for every song? You, like, create, I don't know, like, a backstory for it? I don't think so. I don't think for every song i know like there's a song that's not out yet um which i don't even think i you know this but i was like we recorded the um for why so okay uh-huh we recorded like the guitar and like the piano stuff and i was like working delivering flowers and I was trying to like come up with lyrics and I was like driving around pretending like I was Mayo Thompson. And like, I was like, what would Mayo Thompson say here? Maybe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like all the lyrics were like me pretending to be Mayo Thompson, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so funny. I don't think that happens for every song, but like definitely, um, some, definitely like some of them, you know, yeah. or like we'll feel inspired by something. It might not have like a backstory, but like, I know we both really like slap happy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like obsessed with Anthony, Anthony Moore. Moore. <laughs> so uh, having like a, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, just pulling inspiration, but not necessarily having like a whole backstory and stuff. And that's wild <laughs> that you say that because this is like, I'm a stoner. I ask stoner questions sometimes. Like, I always love to ask, like, ooh, where do ideas come from? You know, like, where do you think your thoughts come from? And I've never heard someone say it like, oh, I put my mind state in someone else. And then the idea came from that, which I think is super interesting. And I also think is like, I don't know. I, I, I really like that idea because I've never heard that before, but I also agree with it. Like I used to write plays and I would do that. I would pretend to be like, I would have to put myself in, like I would have to put my, I couldn't be myself writing that. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I think it puts, it puts too much pressure on yourself sometimes when you do that, you know, and then you end up getting like writer's block or just that old, the age old argument that like, like art needs boundaries or something you know mm -hmm. like a, or like a you know a prompt or a topic or something you know yeah like free balling it in the in the creative world sometimes it can be it can be hard but if you have like a thing to focus on yeah it can it can inspire you know i think especially if you're having a hard time figuring something out yeah like i definitely can get hard on myself if I can't like come up with something right away. So I think pretending to be someone else is maybe easier. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause it's like, I asked like, how do you find your muse? But that's a great way to like find your muse when you can't. Yeah. Like I'll put on this sound. I don't know people like I'll put on stand up to try to like jumpstart myself into writing it. Like if I can't, I have to like, listen to someone else doing it to be able to like get the flow back yeah yeah that totally makes sense dude yeah i i'll listen to stand-up comedy sometimes to get in the flow to like get to be better at music <laughs> you, you have know? specifics you like it's no problem if you just like watch but like are there who do you like me personally i like bill hicks um, okay yeah that dude that dude is funny um, yeah, I and it's like he's not trying to like be like a joke machine. Yeah, he's just got he's he's such a performer too, you know. Like especially towards like the end of his career, I think he was like, yeah, he was just like got 
his his whole like I don't know his whole like use of space and stuff like that you know I don't know it's it's cool it's inspiring you know I like Patrice O'Neill too but <laughs> like he's like but some of his shit some of the stuff he says is like is kind of out of pocket <laughs> but 100 percent and I think he <laughs> I always yeah I have I have some. Yeah, I love Patrice too, and I think he knew that his life was ending early, so he was like, "I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say what I want." Yeah, but no. But Bill Hicks is the same. I feel like that makes sense that you watch it for performance, because I was gonna ask like about your perform, like you guys performing too, because that's very that's like a whole other like show. You know, it's not just like a band performing. Oh yeah. Um. That wasn't really a question. That was my fault. <laughs> no, but like, how do you guys like prepare for a performance or do you think about what you're doing or like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I hope people pause the podcast, go watch a performance. And then come back. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like another one of those things where you kind of are like mindless, you know, like, yeah. I think that's like the only time I'm mindless, you know, like, yeah, you, I, I call it getting in the flow state. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. that. Yeah. that. Yeah. It's hard. To, I don't know. We like circle up before and like yeah. have a pep talk and then just go do it, you know? Yeah. But you're like, you guys are very performative. Yeah. Like, uh, like at solid sound, like you, you know, like you staring into the state in the crowd or like the hand moves, specific like hand movements or even uh, you shake, shake, shaking your head every like in between, like, I forget what song it was while you were playing drums. I don't like, none of it is like, uh, like thought about before, Yeah, you know, like, it's like, it just kind of like happens, you know, like mm -hmm. it's nothing like I'm not like looking in the mirror, staring at myself distantly or, you know, like, <laughs> like or like whatever, doing like hand movements or whatever. It's kind of just. Yeah. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. I think it's like an energy, an energy, 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 main, energy. Yeah, it's, it's kind like of hard a, to think about. I yeah, guess. yeah. If you think about it too much, then it doesn't. Ha I don't know. Just something that feels natural, you know. And like you can kind of try on stage. Like you can kind of try stuff, you know. Yeah. Subject people to like getting stared at and stuff, you know, because they're watching <laughs> you. <laughs> but like I don't know. I'm always like I admire people that like have a really natural like you know. It's like yeah. Sometimes it's like I can't like get into when there's like a bunch of dancing and shit but like some people are like really <laughs> charismatic and like really good at that and it, it seems natural you know and I'm like oh I wish I could do that but I can't you know like not because like like I'm sure if I like did all that shit in the mirror for like a long time maybe <laughs> but you know that's like not natural for me it seems so natural for them and I'm like I wish I could do that, but I just can't, you know, it just ends yeah. up being what it is, you know? Well, you were saying you were looking at, you were talking about the space of like Bill Hicks uh, using, so I wasn't sure if like you were thinking about the space you were using on stage as. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think like, like if you watch, I, I mean, it's amazing that YouTube has all this shit, but like if you watch like, I think it's called Relentless or something like that. It's like a, a, a performance of his from like, I don't know, like the same towards the end of his life. And like, I don't know. Yeah, he'll just go from like, like, like silence, you know what I mean? To like complete, like, like annihilating the speakers with like his voice, you know, like just mm -hmm. like, like I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're like, damn, that has a lot of energy to it, you know, even in this, like, even in the space. And then all of a sudden he'll like, just like scream at the audience. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, dude, that's, I don't know. You know, it's, um, 
it's I feel like a lot of it is has to do with energy with the kind of energy that you are feeling put behind your performance you know that part is inspiring to me yeah because I look at that the, the same way uh you were talking about like looking at people dancing on stage is like I look at that and I like I like to tell stories that's my style and I wish I could do that but also it's not my you can't like be something you're not you know what i mean especially when creating totally yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah. i didn't know if you had any other thoughts on that <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's right like it's like you have to be yourself and like you can admire someone else for like their energy and their mm -hmm. ability to like entertain but then it's like the way you do it is the way you do it and that'll like attract certain people or turn away certain people you know like some people yeah. like a lot of movement or whatever and it's like it's not natural for me whatever like i just end up doing whatever happens <laughs> you know do you guys get nervous before like the performance is opening up for wilco and stuff like what is your mindset go like beforehand I mean, I felt like slightly nervous at Solid Sound because that was like our first festival we've ever done. Um, but we haven't like done any of the opening slots yet with Wilco and I imagine I'll feel nervous. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, how do you feel right now about it? Like, what is your, like, do you, are you thinking about it? Or are you just like, nah, I'll figure that out day of. Definitely yeah. thinking about it for sure. <laughs> definitely figuring it out and and yeah making it work because i i tour in an, i'm in another band and we're touring like up until we need to play the shows so like it's gonna be like insane yeah we have like a lot of logistical psycho things to do for, for <laughs> it and like yeah it's definitely something that we're thinking about every moment of every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you're talking about like the energy put forth and i love your music but like do you think about like do you think about how your music comes across to their fans or are you just like no i'm going to put my energy forth and hopefully they enjoy that i think it's a combination of both but like it's definitely like it is you know like it is what it is like we're gonna play what we're gonna play and like i'm sure like it won't be for everybody and that's totally fine but like i think we're definitely not gonna play some songs and add songs that might suit it better you know but like at the same time we're still gonna be ourselves and like do yeah the same amount of energy and the reason i ask and of course i love wilco but i go to that festival because it's like a thing i can do with my mom every year because she loves wilco like as i don't know if you guys look this is like a rap podcast where i some like i've had future islands on i had julia from chastity bell like i li i like who i like but that's why i loved you guys's performance is because it was so different and so like now i listen to your music a lot more than wilco like you know what i mean so that's why i'm asking about like oh are you like the energy you guys are putting forth for that audience because i don't know i like your music because it reminds me of like a rap beat like it the the rhythmic version of it like that's what i connect to cool yeah i mean like definitely gonna like keep the same energy if, I, I think that's what you're asking, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, you're not trying to like change up to fit like a uh, a certain, no, you know, a, a certain style. No, I think like I think it would be hard for us to do that yeah. in general. Like, yeah. it, it like again, like it's kind of like the same thing of like you can't like curate yourself easily, maybe mm -hmm. like or whatever. It's hard like the energy level is going to be where it's at and it if it would be if it was lower or higher it wouldn't be like because of curation it would just be because of how, you feel. how it is yeah. you know and like it's yeah. hard to like purposely frame something because of 
the situation, I guess. Like, we kind of have the same energy no matter what. Yeah. Um, you know? Like, I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Dude, that makes me feel so good to hear because, like, I am who I am as a comedian. Like, the jokes I tell. And then, like, I'll get upset maybe if I get booked for a show that's completely different than because there's not really genres in comedy like they don't have it the same way like there is but it's not looked at the same way and I'm like oh I didn't Matt that wasn't my that wasn't my genre though it's like having someone open it up for a completely different thing and I shouldn't have to change myself and that's it's good to hear because it's like I'll be mad at myself where it's like oh damn I can't I don't have more like easy easy fun jokes you know like all my stuff is like comes from like personal stories or trauma or something you know yeah yeah it's yeah you can't change yourself and yeah especially if you're coming from a standpoint of like personal experience and like trauma or whatever like you can't like change your story or you can't you're like the way that you think about it and feel about that those things you know where did the ideas from the songs come on then? Like, they're not from personal stories. Oh, sorry. Do you need to? Oh, sorry. We're just trying to get the dog the dog back <laughs> in. Oh. She's been out for a while. No problem. And I hope you don't mind that it's thunder and lightning right now. <laughs> I, I keep hearing thunder outside my window. No, I can hear it. Um, no, that's like another thing is like none of the songs are like about anything. Like, it just like, I guess that's maybe like a part of embodying somebody else is that like, you don't have like a frame of that experience. I don't know, like. The songs aren't about anything. That's funny to like, you know, like. Yeah, like maybe every once in a while they're about something, but it's like also not like the lyrics aren't directly about it or it's like you might you might be like thinking about something while you're writing it but it's not about that like the lyrically yeah. or whatever yeah like none of the songs are about anything lyrically i guess but you're not like sitting down like i'm gonna write lyrics about, about like yeah whatever do you sit down and write your lyrics like pen to pad sometimes i mean i think it just depends like there's like one song like the last song on the record um we made it and like we were like we list we like finished the record and we're like oh we need one more song we need one more song (laughs) this isn't done but we only had one day left in the studio we're like I think we had 30 minutes to record it (laughs) so i just like wrote them like it was like an idea that we had maybe scrapped and we like recorded the guitar part like loosely and then yeah we like forgot about it or something yeah and then i did a piano thing and then i was like all right i gotta make lyrics right now i just made them really quick you know and on the record so it can either be like that where it's like whatever do you have like there wasn't like a concept like you don't have like a concept for the album like going into it like this is what this is gonna be i don't think so i think like the i guess like the sound kind of like presented itself Mm -hmm. yeah to us if that makes sense like like the absence of drums yeah well like we were like recording all the songs and like putting them together and then it was like oh these all sound similar like you know they have like a a similar vibe which like wasn't like a conscious thing when we were writing it yeah you know i feel like every time we make music or you know all the albums or things that we like i mean we basically have two albums but like even with the last album like like it's it, it feels like it, the last album and then this one like it feels like a uh like each time it's like kind of a reflection of like where we're at in our lives and and like where like like the kind of music that we're listening to and like you know the kind of stuff shit we're stoked on you know so it's not it's not like oh we're gonna make this concept album necessarily it just ends up being a a concept based on like 
whatever's happening in <laughs> in the world or in our lives or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I think like because <laughs> our friend like Tim Presley produced it, and I think like having his kind of shimmer on everything definitely yeah. like pulled his, everything together. His secret sauce. Yeah. His, his secret <laughs> sauce all over it. So. Um, I think that definitely like tied everything together and made it like even more playful or whatever. Like he's really good at like kind of finding everything that was mis like what (laughs) (laughs) we've been missing, you know, like within like the recordings, like he's like heard exactly what was supposed to happen, you know? So it was like really nice to have him like part of the process, you know? Yeah, what's the difference between making a, not making the, but making a first album versus making a second album? Today's episode is sponsored by Om with Emily. Emily is a meditation and yoga teacher, as well as an astrology and tarot reader. She uses yoga and spirituality to help others reconnect with their true self. She offers in-person and virtual one-on-one sessions for all experience levels. Find her online at omwithemily.com. That's O-M-W-I-T-H-E-M-I-L-Y.com. Or on IG at om.with.emily. DM her on IG and mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. That's right, mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. You can find her on IG at om.with.emily. Let's get back into it. Sorry, she's such a freak. Uh, oh, no problem. <laughs> um, what's the question? What's the difference between making a first album versus making a second album? I definitely feel like Good Boy was like more juvenile and like stark sounding. Like, like it didn't have as many layers or like, like a bass, mm-hmm. um, which is like cool. Like, it's just different. And like, it definitely, I mean, we were like, I mean, how old were we? Like yeah. 19, yeah. 20? Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. We're probably like, yeah. Because we like wrote a lot of those songs like a while before we recorded them. And, right. so, and so like, like 19, 20 when we recorded them and like, like 25 now. So like, it was like a long time ago. So it definitely feels like juvenile and stark and like, kind of like, yeah, still figuring it out. And like, not that... We're not, we had anything figured out with Mint Chip, but I think definitely like more experience musically, like between different bands that we're in and like just kind of like growing up, like you kind of get to like have a different experience with like a second record and kind of take like notes from like maybe things that you would have done differently from the first one and like adjust that to how whatever like you feel like it should be yeah I yeah I would agree with all that I think like yeah just two 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 different things two different sounds and and two different settings and uh and yeah both good you know but both different I I definitely feel like from from then till now I feel like we've advanced a little bit musically like I think we you know we've just you know I feel like I don't know I, yeah I hope I mean I, I feel like our our I don't know it like the the writing feels like it gets more um yeah or it, I guess I shouldn't say advanced but it just it just keeps moving you know what I mean like it goes in it's in a in it's in a, a slightly different direction now but it's not like it's like we've changed our our whole thing or something you know well i think you mean advanced in the way of like we've learned more about like music itself and like yeah like yeah. technically not like mm-hmm. uh yeah we're, we're advanced not like that yeah, but yeah. like it's like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. from like musical experience playing with other people and like yeah taking like information from like the last time we recorded like 
we've learned more about yeah. music and advanced in that way. Yeah. But like progressed. Yeah, progressed. Um, yeah, because I feel like you could either be like, oh, something my dad used to tell me, and my dad's a musician, but it's like you have your whole life to make your first album, and then you have like two years to make your second. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Like, we definitely did But that. you probably learned so much in those two years exponentially about making, because you have to release something to know how to do it afterwards, you know? Right. Well, also, it's just, like, crazy how time works. It's, like, you like yeah. you think that, like, whatever, like, five years, like, you're, like, oh, my God. You can, like, become a completely, like, not different person, but you just, like, have so much more knowledge and, like, life experience. And, like, I mean, it hasn't been five years. It's been five years since we, like, started writing Good Boy, right? Or, like, maybe four years yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, like. Totally. You just learn so much more in general about like the way that the world works and like, yeah. you know, like where you feel more prepared to like make a second record and like, um, there's something I was thinking about about it, uh, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that way too because like I, I'm 25 now too, and it's you're like, oh shit, when I started this, I really had no idea other than just kind of like a blind faith that it would work out hopefully you know like i didn't know what was gonna happen i just hoped that it did and now it's not even this is gonna sound like a bad word but i'm using it i'm trying to use it in a right way is like jaded where you're like oh now i know so much and the more i realize the re the more i realize i know no nothing like right. the more I know, the more it's like, oh shit, the room just keeps opening and opening up bigger and bigger in front of you. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right. And you could, I think like, that's the point where you could argue like better, better versus worse might not be that, you know what I mean? Like you might not necessarily be better where you're at, you know, as time goes on, but it's, it's a progression, you know, it's definitely, I mean, I'd like to think better, but like, you know, Maybe it's not necessarily. It's just, you know, it's different. different. It's progress. Yeah. yeah you know. When you guys met, did you think you'd be still playing together? I mean, we're like children. <laughs> so I, I think we're just kind of like, yeah. When are we going to hang out next? You know, like we had like a big. When did you start group. seriously playing with each other then? When you're like. Oh, like in what? Junior, senior year of high school? Yeah. We did. We went to. We went to like a performing arts high school too, and so we are like in music class together, like every day, you know. Yeah, so we've been like, ser like I don't know, not seriously, but like we were doing music stuff together, like almost like every day for like what, like years. Years, yeah. So like it was just kind of a thing of like we were like it was like we're seniors in high school or something. I think that's when we yeah. like started the band, um, yeah. but like. Yeah, I mean, he, like, joined a different band, and they were, like, doing stuff for, like, a year, and then yeah. he went to college, and I stayed in, you know, San Francisco, so it was, like, yeah, we always kind of knew that we, like, wanted to keep it going, but it was just, yeah, like, again, like, a matter of, like, conflicts, of, like, whatever, schedule conflicts, yeah. like, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like throughout, the, throughout it all, we've never been, like, oh, you know the future of the band or this it's always been like keep going yeah it's always just been like well yeah when can we like play another show or something <laughs> you know or like yeah oh we got this show coming up we should write a new song before it, it happens right. you know and working that's like how we made good boy too yeah know? working with pressure or working under pressure <laughs> yeah. you know yeah like yeah i always write my best jokes like sitting in the green room before a show and i'm yeah. like motherfucker why can't i do it like when i'm doing yeah. when i'm watching netflix at home like i should be working hard then yeah we were telling like our label um they were kind of like lax with us because of the pandemic i mean i feel like they would have been anyways but like about like a timeline when we would start recording because we were like demoing a bunch of stuff and we're like, please tell us that we need to go into the studio now because like, <laughs> we, 
we need to like write some more songs and we can't without the pressure you know <laughs> yeah that's how i'm feeling i was like i need a manager to tell me what to do because i'll yeah. just like <laughs> lay in bed and play video games all day like because <laughs> if i'm on the road i'll be busy but if i like but if not i'll just smoke some weed and chill watch some netflix <laughs> relax yeah you i want to go back to you saying drums are too loud <laughs> i mean like, aren't you a drummer and you're uh, the other are you talking about with kate like aren't you the drummer yeah totally i mean like i got i play like with like headphones with kate and now like i'm so used to like hearing drums through headphones i'm like that's so much nicer like because like it's like so dead i think i just really like dead sounding drums and then once i take the headphones off i'm like oh my god it's so loud <laughs> like i forget how loud it is you know yeah it wasn't like a part of the writing process at all but like <laughs> it's just personal preference i wish drums were quieter <laughs> i so think about loud. how my ears are gonna be fucked if i'm 25 right now yeah and that's just i'm like i'm so scared of losing my hearing and like when we were like practicing for Kate stuff and when we're practicing for like our band, like I feel so bad the second I take my headphones off and I'm playing drums and like, this is how loud these things are. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, I feel bad for everything. Yeah, I feel like I have a little bit of like tinnitus right now, like just a snig <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I need to stop this. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to turn my guitar amp down a little bit too. I'm not going to lie. Like definitely. Yeah. I don't know. 65 Watts is like too much. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> it's like <laughs> way too much. Yeah. Not ever, like never necessary. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome, dude. Like if you have stacks of like, you know, Marshalls or like, you know, Fender Twins or something like what a Fender Twins stack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. One. Yeah. Outrageous. That's what I'm trying to do one day is stack like four twins on top. Of them. <laughs> yeah. Them all up. Yeah. Like no. blow people away. Yeah. Not okay. Dude. I, don't, I mean that, you know, that stuff, like, I mean, that's an awesome feeling, but it's a terrible sound, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I mean, it's a, I guess it's an awesome sound too, but like, yeah, I don't know, but there's no way you're going to like listen to that, like standing, like even 20 feet away. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I went on like a, a, like a tour with this rap group, Griselda. And like, it's just, no one in rap thinks about, they just want it to be as loud and like have the bass loud. And then like after that tour, it's like, oh shit. I, that was like a bunch of dates in a row with me standing on stage with this fucking booming all the time. Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You don't really oh. like how loud it is until you like hear earplugs consistently and you're like, oh my God, wow. Right. <laughs> how long have you been done with the uh the album mint trip is that the mint trip yeah like a year that's crazy it's because of like covid production time like it took so long to get test pressings and the physical vinyl like we got the physical vinyl um like in april and we thought we'd get it in may yeah so yeah it's just like crazy because of covid stuff like so you guys probably feel like i don't know but like uh, talk about like growth exponentially exponentially better now than when like you recorded that album probably i guess so I yeah know. i don't know it's so i mean when we recorded the album like still nothing was really happening you know um like no shows were happening or anything so as things have just opened up like I think it, yeah, I guess it kind of feels exponential because it feels like exponentially everything has like, you know, the number of shows that have been happening feels like it's been exponential, right. you know? Yeah. And, and have like, you been like, recording more music? Not yet. No, we haven't. We're going to take some time off to write soon. Um, yeah. We, we don't have anything ready to go. Yeah. So you just kind of, after that, you're like, just let's take a break and work with your other other bands 
Yeah, I don't think like on purpose. I think like just scheduling wise, it worked out like that. Where like we haven't had time to write more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, and we've been doing a lot of stuff with like the release, you know. Yeah. Um, and so you know, a lot of this is like super hands on for us, or at least it feels that way, and um, and. Uh, yeah, and, and right, same, we don't have a manager or anything, too, so we are, like, you know, basically, like, booking, or, or, well, well, we have an awesome booking agent, but we're, like, dealing with, like, you know, the logistics of stuff ourselves, and actually, when I say we, it's really Dylan, yeah. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, are you uh, good at booking? <laughs> are you good at scheduling, I mean? Because I'm, wor- I'm the worst. I'll be like, I have to be in Maine one day, and then I have to be, like, in Chicago the next, and then I'll be in Buffalo after the... <laughs> yeah, no one's good at that. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so, like, so that's been a lot. And then, I mean, yeah, really, I think, like, yeah, we just kind of, and, and have been busy, and then, you know, I yeah, I think really, like, we're kind of planning on writing again in the fall, and and so then we'll probably record after that at some point, you know. Yeah, well, that's, so you'd, like, do you kind of, like, wait for the idea can to fill back up before you? I think it's just, like, time a time thing. Yeah. Like, and do you do all your videos on your own then? Like, do you plan those out? We did. I did one of them. Like, I made one of them and then, um, yeah, we just, like, worked with um, this guy, Owen Summers, and then um, John Andrews, and they made videos with us. Yeah, which are all, those guys rule. Owen yeah, Summers. I love the videos. I, I And that's why it's funny when you're like, these songs are about, like, I, I didn't know if it was, like, a whole thing, like, oh, you had the idea for the videos when you made the songs, but they just, like, took it in, ran with it. Yeah, yeah, totally. We didn't really have a ton of ideas. Um, yeah, that's cool. I feel like I feel like we picked like good people, like good artists to work with, you know, because they kind of like, like we, you know, we the most we ever told them is if like we really didn't want to do something. But I feel like they kind of like everyone who did the who did who, who did our videos we didn't even have to really yeah we that. didn't have to say yeah it was kind of like a mutual like they get it you know yeah and then the one that we made we i mean yeah we just made that and dylan edited the whole thing yeah um the hit video was the homegrown style what uh what do you guys like what's your do you so you just kind of you don't have like a plan for the future you're just kind of going with what's working yeah um yeah i guess just kind of like seeing how it goes i mean we want to do as much as possible but um yeah Yeah. just kind of seeing how it goes yeah planning on on trying to trying to get touring touring especially off of this album yeah Yeah. and we'll probably make another one and and try to tour off of that Yeah, I guess that's how it goes, you know. Yeah. And then whatever else along the way. Do you I like that. Like it's I as I said, I'm so over analytical, so I'm like, oh, I wanna I just have so many uh I like hearing that it's just you go with the flow. I feel like that and of course that's not diminishing any of the uh the hard work or anything but it's nice because it's like that's probably why it works you guys have been together since a young age just being wanting to like hang out and now you're still doing it you're like hopefully we can tour and hang out and just have a good time yeah yeah and it's definitely i will say like it's not even it's not you know obviously the most casual thing to like we definitely you know like put in it feels like a lot of work and like thought and effort into like making this all happen you know but it's definitely like yeah it's definitely something like we want to do you know and so I don't know yeah it feels like it feels like it you know gives back in a way you know so whatever we can do to keep it going um, it seems like it'll just keep giving back you know when are your next shows the Wilco ones like um 
It's like the 21st, 23rd, 24th. It's like upstate New York for two. And like Cooperstown and uh, can't remember the other place. And then Vermont. And then we're playing. Yeah, I'll be in Vermont that week. So I'm, I'll be at that show. Cool. And then um, playing in Boston on the 25th. Chicago on the 28th and then we have like a West Coast tour starting September 1st. Oh wait, where are you pl- where are you playing the 25th in Boston? Uh the Lily Pad. Oh duh, we I I actually I was talking I don't know who I was DMing with, but I did comedy at the Lily Pad in Boston. So I'll I'll definitely come out to that one too. That's a great venue. Yeah. Um We're excited. Yeah, it'll be cool. That's awesome, though. That's wicked cool that you guys get to do that and hopefully get more shows. And yeah, but the the Lily Bad's awesome. I'll definitely be at that one, and I'll see you guys in Vermont. Yeah, you say you say wicked all the time. Are you I do say wicked. That's the the Boston thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you from Massachusetts? Yeah, I grew up on all over. Like, you ever been to Cape Cod? Yeah. Yeah, like I I was born on Cape Cod, so I lived there, and then I just moved all around. Sick, dude, awesome. You guys were San Fran, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Is that where you are now? Where are you living now? Or are you still in LA? No, we're in LA now. Yeah. You like it? Do you want to stay? Do you want to go? No, I like it. Yeah, I think we both really I like think it. We're here. trying to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I like LA so much more than New York. Like I'm I'm not a New York City person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of half and half. Respect, like Respect New, York, New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this disrespect. I'll diss the whole city. No, I'm just New York friends out there and everything, but I think LA just feels more right. It's chill. I like it. Just like you can. I like having my car. I don't like being on top. Of everyone like it's just chill. I like LA. Um, I think we might have to wrap it up because we're supposed to have another interview at 11 um, oh yeah no problem at all i was just wrapping it up too but thank you guys so much for coming on i really appreciate yeah, it oh no, yeah thank you so much for having Dude, us thank we're you stoked. Yeah. yeah thank you and um i'll see you guys hopefully at the lily pad and if i run into you guys in vermont yeah that'd be sweet yeah Hell totally yeah. awesome right. have cool. a good one guys thanks for all coming right. on Dude. talk soon bye yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah,